Hello everybody, welcome to the Side Quest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. And uh it's it's been a good it's been a it's been a minute. BJ's probably had a more fun week than I have. I've been just working and trying to get the most recent episode out. Had a very based weekend. I hate oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know. They'll never know. I I, fu- I love like by the way, like when anytime stuff like that happens where it's like funny stories or shit that gets us both howling mm. it always starts with me having that realization <laughs> face that then gets you fucking dying <laughs> that's my favorite thing in the world is seeing the the pieces connect in luke's head before he starts laughing well like so we have we're not going to talk about the base one that's an inside joke between <laughs> us now uh but like the the thought acrobatics mm-hmm. one and then the Garfield joke you said Oh yeah, too, after last week's after podcast. After last week's podcast had me dying because like it was the same thing. It's like a second of, oh my God. It's just like the realization. <laughs> so, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep, we're going to keep some of those jokes in, in the bag yeah. for later. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun, fun week. I, a lot of releases in this last yeah, week. A lot of releases. You'll probably have more to say about one of them. Uh, I've... I've been playing Far Cry, and that's the one I've been mainly touching. I haven't gotten very far in the main island yet, but that intro sequence was great. Yeah. But, um, other, I mean, do you just want to go ahead and get into what we're playing, or you want to talk more about the week in general, or Um, you want to do it? Yeah, I'll I'll roll my shit into the, uh, what I've been playing. So You go ahead. Alright, so, uh, on Friday... Well, even before Friday, Thursday night, I went to the uh, the nine o'clock release of Far Cry Six. Got the um, the GameStop best edition you can get that comes with the season pass because I really want to play that content with Voss when that comes out. Was your, did your steelbook have the the crocodile and the rooster on it? Yes. Okay, same. I got yeah. that one. That's a really good steelbook, by the way. Uh, the gold one actually looks kind of better because it's like a portrait thing of Damn. Costello and uh, Diego. And so I'm like, fuck, I kind of wish that was one. But I get it, whatever. They just need an edition that comes with all the Steelbooks. But, uh, yeah, just here's the, the Steelbook edition. You just get like three of them. <laughs> I think that would be really popular. Well, I mean, it's what, it's what, uh, it's what Square does. You know, you get, you get your base case. So for, for the ones you want on the wall, then you get the collectible Steelbook. Yeah. So, and I hope they keep doing that. If, if I, if I get Final Fantasy Remake Integrated or 2, whatever, and it doesn't have that, I'm gonna be a little mad. Yeah, uh, there's another game that I picked up that does not have that feature, by the way. I'm going to talk about that. Um, but when I went to GameStop, I hadn't been in there for a minute. So I had to pick up like seven games along with Far Cry. Um, I played a little bit of Far Cry. And then the other one of those big box of games that I got that I actually played was uh, Super Monkey Ball. That's pretty good so far. Uh, one of the first characters that I bought was Kiryu. Yeah, you did. And they replace all the bananas with like beers. Oh, for real? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so they put a lot more work into these alternate characters than I thought they would. So that's cool. Um, the gameplay is still fantastic. There's stages that I remember playing as a kid. So that that's great. Um, and then I the next day after playing Far Cry, woke up, went to work. And then before I left for the weekend, I went to the mall and picked up my OLED. And um, I didn't get much of a chance to play it all weekend because I was trying to re-download every game that I have, which is a fantastic undertaking if you know how many Switch games I buy. But um, 
it the screen looks amazing like out of the box even with the auto brightness on i was like this is a significant difference for me yeah um really cool bit more extra storage um which is nice i have a 500 gig micro sd in there so it gave me a little bit of a chance to like clean up you know stuff that i already played not re-download that um i really haven't played anything at all on it until last night when i finally got home and uh popped open my package from gamestop which was the metroid dread collector's edition um really great collector's edition comes with some art cards for all the other metroids um a big ass art book and a steel book for the game which looks absolutely sick but no regular case in there uh they definitely had room for it and they were like fuck you yeah um but that game is absolutely incredible uh it definitely feels like a natural progression of the whole metroidvania i hate that word but genre and it made me think wow nintendo's the only one that's done this in the last like 10 years if castlevania did this it would sell fucking hotcakes well, I think just anything, especially with the Netflix show, anything with Castlevania's name would probably sell a lot more because it's more recognizable. Right. I they, they I feel like they'd have to put Trevor as the main character, though. That would be fucking great if they just remade Castlevania 3. Yeah. Man. But, uh, yeah, Dread is really good. I've killed the first two Emmys, and I'm working on the third. Uh, the plot so far really has me hooked more than Samus Returns did on the 3DS. Is it like an actual plot? Like, how are the cutscenes and stuff? Yeah, like, there's there's a lot of cutscenes. Samus doesn't really talk much, but that's to be expected. Um, there's, like, a computer AI character that, you know, exposes stuff to you in between cutscenes. Um, and there's actually, like, when you kill a boss, when you meet a boss, middle boss stuff, uh, some really badass action cutscenes. Um, there's someone on TikTok where it's, like, this monster that's like down on the ground and the sandwich just has the beam charging up yeah and then just like j- like shoots it jumps like through its spiraled tail and like lands as it like explodes i'm like oh that's fucking cool that's the uh the first boss so i don't feel bad about spoiling this yeah no but, um, i i like as long as there's a spoil like basic plot shit is and i'm cool with like out of context spoilers yeah because i mean that boss doesn't really even have anything to do with the plot it just kind of tries to fuck samus up because it enters this, the layer fair but uh there's this one part where after you finish the first phase, you have to slide through its legs. And if you counter at the very right time, you get like an action sequence where you basically just shove your cannon in its mouth and just spam missiles while it tries nice. to like flick you off. Um, so that was really dope too. But uh, so far, I'm really liking it and I really want to see where the story goes. But um, yeah, how about you, Luke? What have you been playing? Far Cry 6, mainly. Um, and then I have not touched Deathloop since uh for whatever reason i was just chilling at home playing a bit of death loop and like literally out of nowhere i just paused the game i, I kind of like stare off in the distance and go mm-hmm. switch over my xbox turn my playstation 5 off go through my list of games find the one i'm looking for and i started replaying don't cry 5 again god damn it <laughs> Um, and I have, I beat it, mm-hmm. um, all the way through both, both with the base game and Virgil's campaign. Nice. And, uh, I have been simultaneously playing Far Cry 6 and trying 
And that is the keyword there is trying to fucking beat Bloody Palace with Nero and Virgil, and I cannot fucking do it. I got I got to I think it's floor eighty seven, which is the the one where they give you the three I think they're Furies. It's the the teleporting enemies like the red I hate bastards. Guys. Yeah, they give you three of them, and I'm just like fuck. <laughs> And so... 87 is still pretty high, though. It's Well, because that's the thing. is like, I, I feel like I'm all right at the game, but then they give you those enemies where you're like, you're fucking... Sure. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Um, with Virgil, because I'm still not used to him, I got to floor... I think it was 55 or 57. One of the... I, it was around that area. But, uh... Yeah, no. Bloody Palace is really fun. As like a... As like a... Just... Hey, you beat the game. Now continue playing right thing i really like it and any any action titles that like have that thing in it like where it's like here's just a challenge run i think it's really cool yeah speaking of that once i uh once i finish metroid and probably far cry 2 but far cry just sucks me in so hard and i'll play it for hours and hours without realizing the passage of time that's what far cry is really good at like i loved three because i was just like i love this little island and i'm running around and doing whatever and then like five two and it's like oh yeah here's rural Montana and it was really it was really interesting seeing that because like we live in Tennessee yeah so it was like this feels really familiar yeah it was very like uh, hit close to home I could say especially with the cult shit there's a lot of people like that out here <laughs> so. there is definitely it, it's it's really cool because like both of us growing up in in the church we've we, we've seen both like because I think Far Cry Far Cry always does a good job of showing you both the good and bad yeah of those scenarios so like there is the good church people and then there's the seed family yeah and you're like I've seen both yeah, yeah. It, it was a little too close to home I think that's why I like five so much because yeah. it's so relatable to me and then six so far uh I love I think it's really fun I'm getting some real like narcos vibes yeah I, well yeah especially in the part where you have to burn the weed and that song is playing mm-hmm. not the weed that was three but the uh, the poison plants weed <laughs> yeah no but definitely it's, not weed it's it Far Cry 6 is fun though uh, I guess to that I've also been playing that a lot um, I so I I played the prologue twice to kind of get my bearings to see who do I want to play as male or female Danny uh-huh and um, as I told Gray, I know someone who sounds exactly like male Danny. So it's been very fun. Kind of like I just just imagining that's my boy. Yeah. And uh, I sent him a text and, and said, hey, this guy sounds exactly like you. It's kind of funny. And and he, he like he said, what game? I was like Far Cry 6. And like I didn't get a text back for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, whatever. And I'm playing through. And I, I like legit was going to pick female Danny because I'm like, yeah, probably just pick this. But I, I'm like, it could go either way. Right. He sent me a text and said, all right, bro. I'm gonna need you to do something for me. And I'm like, what? He's like, you gotta play as a male, and I I, I want to be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, fuck, all right, cool. So I've now been playing as male Danny, but the whole time going, this is my boy Jose. <laughs> and uh, and like, I I was at work the other day, and he he came in, and he's like, so how's it going? And I'm like, well, so far, uh, we've escaped the fishing boat as the lone survivor and joined up with the rebellion. And we're about to go do this thing. And he goes, Libertad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, fucking hate you, dude. Hell yeah. And so I'm like, cool. So that's that's been my so far experience. I've gone a little bit further. Uh, I, I'm trying to find... I'm still in the beginning throes of the first island. Right. But uh, so far, I really like it. I already... Is it John Giancarlo? What's the, the actor's name? Uh, it's Giancarlo Esposito, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's fucking great. 
Yeah, every they just keep putting him menacing roles, and he always kills it. Uh, also, so far with what I've seen of Diego, I think he's really cool too. Yeah, I really like the conflict with his character. That's really good. I, I like. I also like that. That's how we we get introduced to the villain. Realistically, is oh yeah, Diego like escaped off into the boat to leave, and he doesn't want to do this shit anymore. And his dad found him. Yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's good. So yeah, strong opening. Which most Far Cry's have pretty strong openings. I right. still to this day three's opening of like. Sneaking the, out of the, well, the camp. Well, like, just, like, how it intros with, like, the cool, like, vacation, like, thing. And then all of a sudden, it's it's Voss going, like, oh, yeah. Looks, looks fucking happy, right? <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ, bro. Same with, even though I don't like 4, Pagan Men's introduction in the beginning of the game is also really good. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the only part of 4 that I really enjoyed. And it, pretty much anything with Pagan Men in it was the part I enjoyed. 4, in general, just didn't like um, that's why the DLC for this one is going to be even better. It's all oh, pagan men, baby. Dude, I'm so excited for this DLC, bro. Like, I get to play as Voss. Like, full on just play as Voss, play as pagan men, and Joseph Seed. I'm like, yes. I'm really excited to play as Voss, but I really want to see inside Joseph Seed's head the most. I can't wait to burn the, the heretics, <laughs> as he probably says. No, I Far Cry does really well with its villains. Like... I love that they they're just full on going in with it, going yeah you you know, mm-hmm. you know, even the even the bad one has a good villain. Yeah. So they're like we we get it. You like the villain, so here we go. And they're they're they na- they're nailing it. I mean with their main games. I don't. Right. I never played Primal, so fuck me, I guess. But um, new Dawn, not missing much. New Dawn's uh, twin sisters were all right, but yeah, New Dawn. It was mostly just the gameplay for me. Um, they really nerfed the shovel in that one though, so I wasn't yeah. as into it. Because that I've tried to go through five just using shovels. It was gonna say because you could like throw them bitches. Yeah, and the just, sound was just so satisfying. Oh yeah, it was so good. I whenever I got the bow and arrow, that was my big thing. Was I was just like, all right, like how how weighty it felt, and then seeing someone just fucking like, especially you got headshots, just see them fucking fling mm-hmm. was awesome. I can't wait to find that that weapon in this game, like the the one where I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like this. Because knowing me, it's gonna have the stealth weapon. And then, oh shit, I got found out. The run and gun weapon yeah. for me. That's pretty much what I do. The stealth in those games is really what draws me in. Uh, I have uh, the driving so far also has been is way better. Than, I really uh, like the uh, the horses too. Mm-hmm. Those feel great. Any pretty much, I I usually hate Far Cry's driving because of its first person. Mm-hmm. Like I would have liked them do like kind of what Cyberpunk is the option of, which is you can do third person driving. Um, but I do like. So far, I like what I'm given. Obviously, this game is, like, I would say, excuse me, like 60 hours probably. Yeah. yeah this year, I, I would say that. a usual Far Cry is about 60, maybe 40, depending on the game. So I'll, we'll definitely have more to say about it in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, anything else you've been doing much? I mean, uh, I mean, I went to the Birmingham Comic Con. That was about it. Can't tell you guys much because everything that I bought there was just BDSM stuff. So. We're, we're an explicit podcast, but not that explicit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get into my fetishes on air. <laughs> we'll have, we'll have, that'll be, when we have a Patreon, that's Patreon exclusive. Sounds good to me. All right. Um, cool. Well, Top 10 fetishes. <laughs> what was, oh man, I just, what was the only place joke that, Top 10 Sonic Babes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit had me dying, bro. I saw the original video of that and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> It, it, it reeks of cringe, bro. Yeah. 
That's why I love them. Oh yeah. All right. So first first news story of the day I think is good for both of us. Uh, there's apparently more evidence that suggests that the Switch OLED's dock can support 4K. It apparently has a Realtek chip found in the dock that supports 4K. So, who knows? And there is an option in the menus that I've noticed where you can update the dock's firmware. So, I think they're working on that right now. It could, yeah, it could be this is kind of what, like, the PS4 Pro does, which is pushes stuff to 4K right. instead of native. So, I don't think we're going to get a native 4K switch for a while. But if they can figure out a way to kind of push certain games to 4K, so like Breath of the Wild and Mario, pretty much like with most Nintendo things, whatever is their IP is going to work the best on it. Definitely. And that will be when I actually play Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity because that game chugs. It's going to look great when they finally get to that point, though. Yeah. Because, yeah, that Age of Calamity definitely is, man, this should have been a 4K Switch or Switch Pro release instead of let's shove that on the base Switch. Yeah, especially if sure. you have a light. That game is not going to run on the fucking light. Yeah, I feel bad for the light owners out there with all the new stuff coming out. But um, what about like? I could see them waiting till a lot of this chip shortage stuff goes down before they officially do like a 4K switch, like an actual handheld. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I think with I mean they're probably seeing how Xbox and PlayStation are faring right now and going. Let's not get into that because they, and they were also buying up OLED screens and stuff for a while. So. Yeah. Pretty much since like 20, late 2017, 2018. So they, they've been working on these for a bit. But. So, I mean, we've already, I think like Warrior 64 and a lot of the leakers and retail people are saying like, yeah, there's going to be more stock of this mm-hmm. than there gonna, are going to be of PlayStation and Xbox. So that's good. Uh, at least I know I'll get one. I, I went ahead and sold my Switch Lite finally. Just got, got it over with, got some trade credit I'll probably use towards when an OLED gets in there. Nice. Um, well, yeah. uh, that kind of leads me into the one story that I had. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you sold your Switch wa- Switch Lite. Do not try to buy an OLED from Walmart. Um, <laughs> okay. Apparently, people that pre-ordered them immediately when they went up, orders confirmed, they still have their emails, no cancellations. They're just not coming in. Oh. Um, I've seen this from quite a few different YouTubers, too, actually. Uh, RGT85 and Review Tech USA being two of the most notable ones. They just haven't received their consoles, and it's days after launch now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Walmart really shit the bed on this one. If you can find an OLED anywhere else, do it because Walmart sucks. Yeah, I, I typically I don't know like the like maybe it's just because of GameStop, but I've just like I don't see myself not buying from GameStop unless they're not there, and then yeah. I'm just going to Amazon. I usually try GameStop first because we have a network of homies that still work there yeah. that we can just hit up. We just be like, hey, y'all got any, any bit of news or <laughs> kind of like low on the low key, let me know some shit. And a lot of times it is a, no, I can't, I'll get fired. And we're like, okay. But then those some will like, they'll go, hey, hmm. We're not advertising this, but. <laughs> well, like, I'm not going to say the one because it will get somebody fired. But like there was one where they really came through and they're like, look, I'm not saying that we're doing this, but. If you happen to be in, in the in the realm like around eleven o'clock this day, that'd be sick. It was that one, right? <clears throat> yeah, this one right here. Yep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Shout out to the homie. You know who you are. They hit me up about that too, and I was like, I can't. No, I uh, I still need to sell this one, so I gotta I gotta take that to the GameStop soon. 
Definitely. Apparently, they're doing a trade boost for that one too. So I need to yeah, they do that for now. every console because of the the uh, the OLED right now. So. Yeah, I, I need to try that in like probably soon. I'll try to get it today before if, before we go to Matt's probably. Hell yeah. Um, anything else about the Walmart stuff, or is that kind of it for the Switch? That's pretty much it. I just wanted to put a warning out there because they're they're not doing great. Apparently, they have. I saw a TikTok today where someone was working in a Walmart warehouse and they had just shelves and shelves of PS5s. So it seems like they're planning a big restock on those. But uh, I'm be surprised they're just waiting for the like Black Friday shit. That's what I'm thinking. I, I feel like a lot of places are gonna do that and then seeing like, hey, we can probably sell some right now, so take like five out. But yeah, like definitely they're holding for Black Friday. Definitely, especially in this climate. Like, oh yeah, you have to. <clears throat> All right, this one's a big one that I think both of us are gonna like. Uh, this is a rumor, so bear in mind. But Spider-Man Two will allow you to choose Miles or Peter for certain missions. That's really cool. Which means that this is going to be a straight-up sequel to both Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Not just it's a Spider-Man sequel. Miles is there. It's like mm -hmm. no, you can switch between the two freely, which good. And I hope this kind of leads credence to what I want, which is if you're gonna do the Venom story, have Sp have Peter get the black symbiote suit, yes. and then you play as Miles against Peter, and then then you have the okay, we split Peter, and then Venom is Venom. That would be awesome. That's at least what I want. Well, so we'll I, see what happens. I think it would be awesome if they uh, they tailor that boss fight to what your skill tree has on oh, it so yeah. far. Well, uh, to bring it back to Devil May Cry, uh, you play as a character named V, and later on V, like the monsters you control, become a boss fight, yep. and it's depend and what they do is dependent on what moves you gave them. So if you unlocked everything, they have the entire kit. Or if you just didn't do anything, then they only have their base moves, and you know. Good, they're easier so it's it's dependent on how much you leveled v up it's kind of cool that was a really hard part in the game for me because i was very high on astral chain when i played it and i leveled v up the most oh yeah no i, I thought i thought that was brilliant and i want to see more of that and if they can do that with spider-man where it's like oh he has the kit i have and it's like ah shit yeah that'd be cool definitely but uh good because i want more insomniac games they they make really good games yeah they're they're fucking churning that shit out right now too I want to know what how big their dev team is, like how how many they have too, because that's the thing. Is they got someone working on Wolverine, Spider-Man Two, and we just got Ratchet, Rift Apart, and I think they're working on an unannounced project too. So that's at least four. Yeah. So who knows what the fuck they're doing? All right, the big one. This is a big one for us. GTA Trilogy Remaster has been announced. Rumored it release date is December seventh. Um. Now this is the thing. This is the thing. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and iPhone and Android. So they're not going to be that remastered, I don't think. But on the other hand, they're still two S... Fuck, why did I... Oh my god. There's still PS2 games that can be put on a Switch cartridge and played natively, and Square Enix doesn't think that's possible. Yeah, for real. Holy shit. <laughs> um, no, I... I'm, I'm excited for these because I love Vice City. That's like th my my favorite. That and 4 are my favorite GTA games. Yeah. And uh, anything to play it again. I was kind of hoping though for like it's Unreal Engine upgraded, whatever. I get why it's not. But, you know, as long as they're remastered enough. Because mm -hmm. like GTA 3 definitely probably has aged the, the worst out of these. 100%. So I, I that's my thing. is I We obviously aren't going to know for sure until these games like get a big trailer that shows them off yeah because we've only really seen just like box art on twitter right now yeah 
so I'm, I'm hoping at least uh, that it has some decent upgrades, at least in graphic-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, iPhones and Androids can can handle a lot more nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the Switch one that scares me because the Switch is kind of like 360 at best. It feels like for the Switch one, they might just do the mobile ports and call it a day. Yeah. But either way, Rockstar, if this does well, you better keep remastering shit. Red Dead? Bully? Mm-hmm. Motherfucking bully? I'm sorry. Bully? <laughs> I want bully again. That's what I'm saying. Everybody does. I uh, Taylor sent me the uh, the picture of the box art. That's how I found out. And she was like, "Why are they doing this and not bully?" Fucking for real. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love bully. That game is so fucking fun. Give me that again. God dang it. Yeah, that's. I feel like bully fans are the Metroid fans of Rockstar stuff because they never get the love. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, well, shit. <laughs> No, you're right. Um, yeah, fuck. I just, I mean, it's it's easy to do, right? You you don't want to get people upset. You put it in college age, so now you can have as many sex jokes because everybody's an adult. Mm-hmm. You can have as many like you can do the romance subplots of like I can date anybody, take them to the college, uh, like a date or whatever. Do whatever, but just like fucking do it. Like I I fucking love like bully is so fun. It's literally like. It's like if you got Harry Potter, but without the magic, right? Yeah. It's just the school shit, and it's all a bunch of... Like, and you're just Crab and Goyle. Sh- yeah. You, yes. <laughs> you're Crab and Goyle, but fused into one king. It's exactly what that it's is. It's a really shit. accurate description, actually. It's it's the greatest thing. All right. I'm going to be real with you. Um, We're kind of speeding through these, so we're going to have to find some more news stories, unless this is going to be a short-ass podcast. But uh, this one is more of a sad thing for me. Uh, Toshi no- Toshihiro Nagoshi has confirmed his departure from both Sega and Ria Gagotu Studios. So this is the man behind Super Monkey Ball. Oh, fuck. All of the Yakuza games. Ran that entire studio. And yeah, he's gone. Officially stepped down. Now, Yakuza and Monkey Ball are just going to be like the early 2000 Sonic games for the next 10 years. Yeah, it... I hope to God they can still churn out quality. Because he definitely was the guy for Yakuza. Yeah. And that's that's my biggest worry is like, ah, oh, fuck. Without him. Because he, he screamed Yakuza. Like, that was his baby. Mm-hmm. He made the first one. He campaigned for that shit. And I'm just hoping, man. I really hope... They don't like fuck it up. Is he retiring or is he like? He's moving to a different studio. Okay. Like he's le- he's not leaving the games industry, but he's going he's going to a studio that normally prioritizes mobile games, but they're they're wanting to open up a AAA game development side of things, so not just mobile games. So well, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping he can like bring in some of that. I hope there's people also who work at RGG that like also kind of knew his style and like. I just want the next Yakuza game or next Judgment or whatever the hell they do next to not suck. Yeah. Because, like, it's definitely going to be hard. Granted, I can't complain too much. I got a lot of fucking games out of it. So, like, I got six Yakuza games, two Judgment games, a Fist of the North Star game, and there's rumors they're going to remaster Ishin and, Ishin and Kenzen. Ooh. So if they do that, sick. Nice. But, yeah, this is... It is sad. I mean... 
you kind of these these people behind these games are like the reason like we we like them in the first place yeah you, so i feel like you could really see that when um kamiya left capcom yeah like he okami dmc that was all that was all him and then after he leaves you get uh dmc devil may cry and then they debooted from it just to try to get back to his vision what i mean is that is like DMC was one of those games where, like, you go, yeah, because I forget who it was, but there was actually a guy in charge who was very much about the westernization of Capcom. Like, yeah. he really liked western ideas more than Japanese ideas, and he was a Japanese man himself, so <clears throat> it, it was definitely a very bad time. Like, that's where we got the Bionic Commando game, where the, the twist was your dead wife is actually your cybernetic arm. Yeah, I remember that. That was uh, that exists. It sure does. <laughs> uh, we granted we also got like granted we did get Dead Rising two out of it, so I can't complain too much. But yeah, some games it just didn't work out for. Yeah. All right, I'm I am trying to find other news stories because we we've we've already gotten what I figured. Um, let's see here. Sorry guys, this is gonna be like I said, this is gonna be an interesting one. Um Oh, this one you'll like. Uh Alan Wake remastered Raider for Switch. By the Officially e, by this the ESRB. Time? It's a leak. But it but yeah e, like ESRB rated it. Okay, well that's good because we had the other rating a couple weeks back, so this just adds credence to it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, so. that brings actually me to a better news story that we sh that we didn't talk about last week because it happened after. Kingdom Hearts is on the Switch. Yeah. Kind of. For whatever reason, I guess the Switch can't handle PS2 games. It can. Well, obviously not because then why wouldn't Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 be on the Switch? Yeah. Physically. I Natively. Not through the internet. Here, you know what's even worse about this situation? Yeah. We know it can handle the textures, models, and like pretty much everything about those games because that's fucking all Melody of Memory is. And they're just like, nah, fuck you. It definitely felt like a last minute thing that they were like, oh, fuck, right, the, the anniversary. Uh, shit. Like, it, I get, granted, I don't know, but it really feels like they're going to go all in on 16. Yeah. So when that comes out, that's where every bit of money and publishing and commercialization and everything is going to go to. Because, like, you can kind of tell. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen Square really do much. Like, even Guardians of the Galaxy isn't getting a lot of, like, stuff. Like, I haven't seen that much anywhere. A lot of the trailers that are even in big events and stuff are just, like, kind of the same trailer over again that we saw when it was revealed. Um... It doesn't seem like they have too much faith in Guardians, but Kingdom Hearts has made you a fuckload of money. Port 1.5 and 2.5, you don't have to do 2.8, you don't have to do 3, make those cloud versions, but I want to play fucking Kingdom Hearts 1 on my Switch. That's all I've ever wanted, and you won't give it to me. I mean, they did, kinda. Kinda. <laughs> Gotta be connected to the internet on a portable fucking console, but kinda. <laughs> 
was maybe, maybe this is where the Vita was way ahead of its time. There was Vita you could get for four G. Yeah, like you could get Vitas for us on a cell service. And then on the Vita, you could play the Kingdom Hearts collections and physically own them at the same time. Granted, it was a roundabout way of doing it, but you owned that shit. Yeah, dude the the Vita was way like ahead of its time. I think. Yeah, because like. For the last couple of years, every time I see Nintendo doing something new with the Switch, I was like, oh, look, it's that feature that the Vita had on day one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, there's so much shit. Like, I look at the Vita and go, oh, yeah, dude. Like, if if the Vita came out now, I feel like it would be way more loved. I think so, too. Uh, especially because of how big the Switch is. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Vita came out when people were like, handheld gaming is dead, while well, the 3DS just killed it. Um, and then the Switch comes out, and everybody all of a sudden is like, oh, shit, right, handheld. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the Vita, if it came out now, would be great. But I would very much like to note that when I got my Vita, it was the white OLED model. Oh, fuck yeah. And here I am in 2021 buying a white OLED Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Can't um, wait to play Danganronpa on it. <laughs> just like you did with the, the original. Exactly. All right. She um, was the blueprint. This one's very interesting for, for us, I think. Uh, Jez Corden has some details about Avowed, Obsidian's new RPG. Uh, it was, a, it was a, tw- a Twitter thing, but here's a summarized thing that someone else did. Uh, it's deep into uh, the pre-alpha, so that they, they have kind of a build you can play. Uh, uses the same engine of the, as the Outer Worlds, but it's more enhanced with action-oriented combat and RPG elements. Interesting. Will feature multi, multi, bleh, multiple class playstyles, dual-wielding knives, and etc., etc., etc. More loadout-based than Skyrim, where certain upgrades will be restricted to that class. So cast will be given spells, while a warrior will be given more physical attacks. Uh, more colorful than expected, as there was apparently uh, lum- luminescent flor- flora in a cave. So it's actually got some nice coat of paint to it instead of just gray that's good that's great actually. yeah actually yeah I, I love skyrim but like holy shit yeah and then you go underground and it's like oh that's beautiful <laughs> um has environmental interactivity like swimming using spells to remove destroyed rubble the block pathways things like that uh content he saw represents pre-alpha state uh with lighting not being too implemented right now um good chance it'll show off at e3 next year and a small chance that it's revealed this year at the Game Awards alongside Hellblade 2. Interesting. Uh, says that probably 2023 is when it's going to come out. But I am more excited about that last bit there. He says the Game Awards. Because yeah. apparently that's... The rumor has also been stating that is where we're getting Hellblade 2. They're going to announce it, fully announce it there. And We're coming up good. on our second Game Awards voting episode pretty oh, soon. Yeah. Right at the voting episode, we're going to do... The retrospect after the fact. When when is our for one year? It's on my birthday, November thirteenth. Yeah. Hell yeah! Everybody, wish me happy birthday and send me some nudes. <laughs> Just re- reiterate that. Make sure you were eighteen. <laughs> yes. Before you send I do nudes. not want to be the new pro, Jared. Oh God. <laughs> Didn't he come back from that? He did come back with the receipts, so yeah. now he seems to be fine, but I'm not smart enough to do what Pro Jared did, so fucking don't fuck with me if you're under 18. <laughs> I that's That's been my, my favorite thing about seeing some of these. The ones who are guilty as fuck just are like gone. Yeah. But then the ones who are like, no, hold on. 
They come back with a vengeance. Yeah. Pro Jared was like, he fucking destroyed those two girls' characters completely. Well, because wasn't the whole point of, like, his wife and then Commander Holly, or, like, the two people where it's like, all right, both of them are fucking liars. Yeah. And and then he's like, no, what happened was this. And then he goes on to be like, all right, and now on to the underage allegations. Um, this happened on this date. And then he goes through the messages. He went back into his old accounts and found them. Um, has the date when they contacted the Game Grumps about Pro Jared. And then finds an article that one of them wrote about being in a mental hospital for very specific dates. And the timelines conflicted. So that was like a huge Phoenix right ass moment <laughs> for Pro Jared. It, it was very interesting to see because I think Angry Joe had to deal with the same shit. And, uh, and he very much was like, I'm getting in contact with my lawyers because I know for a fact this is false. Mm -hmm. And then apparently the girl, when I guess she found that out, dropped all the shit. And it was like, huh. All you have to do is say lawyer these days and the bullshit comes out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, good good for them, especially if it's, you know, all all true, case in point, right? Yep. Um... So we don't have much other gaming news, so I guess we can bring it up to like regular pop culture ass shit. Um, Home Alone reboot has a trailer. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Um, it looks like shit. They should have just made it Macaulay Culkin at the current age that he is pretending to be a child. Not even that. Just have it be like he's ho he literally is an adult now. He's home alone. And, like, two geezers show up, and it's the dudes from the first one. Yeah. And it's literally this thing of, like, an adult in his, like, mid, mid like, late 30s, early 40s is outsmarting these two geezers. <laughs> I'd fucking love it. Because it's, it's, because now you know it's literally being made to be like, look, this is stupid, but here. Yeah. So, I, I'm kind of getting sick of reboots, though. Like, I get why they do it. It's easy money. But, like, bro, Atomic Blonde exists. Yeah. Like, fucking John Wick exists. Those are, like, well, I think Atomic Blonde's original. I don't know. But uh, I know John Wick was, like, just something they created out of their fucking minds. And it was like, here you go. And I'm like, that's good. That's that's great. The Mulan reboot didn't need to happen. The Beauty and the Beast reboot didn't need to happen. 100%. The Cinderella reboot didn't need to happen. I like Maleficent. King. Maleficent was cool. I liked Maleficent okay, but that wasn't even really, like, a reboot. It was more of, like, a side story to the, the movie in a way. Maleficent 2, I don't know about, but... Uh, I didn't watch Maleficent 2, so I, I can't tell you about that one. I didn't either. Um, Cruella. From what I can tell, the movie's actually pretty good, but... But dogs killed my parents. That that alone <laughs> makes me fucking livid, bro. I, I've, I've heard that it's not even, like, a mauling by the dog. The dog, no, the dog like, kicks oh, yeah. the parents off of a bridge. The, the dog drop kicks them bitches off a bridge, and it's like... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and then, no, I'm about to spoil Cruella for a lot of people. Sorry. Uh, you. Then we find out that, oh, there's a reason the dog drop kicks the parents off a bridge. is because the main villain of the movie used a special dog whistle. Okay. Yeah. It's so stupid, but apparently the movie's just fun. So I'm like, I like Venom, so I like stupid shit. Right. So I'll happily go, I'm probably going to see Cruella at some point, because, like, one, it also, it's Emma Stone. Yeah, that's, so, like, that's facts. I'm... I'm gonna be real, bro. I'll watch the movie anyway, just cause of that. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. It it's so fucking weird, bro. Yeah. 
I'm going to see Halloween Kills on Thursday. Let me know how that is. I liked the Halloween like 2018 movie. I like that one too. I, it's kind of ambiguous if Halloween 2 is part of the canon still. No. No? No, they, I think the new canon is Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween Kills. Okay. That's the new canon, apparently. Because the Halloween Kills from the trailers, it seems like it's taking a lot from Halloween 2. Well, yeah, because it's their version of Halloween 2. Yeah, I guess so. It's it's funny, right? I I personally, it's so dumb, right? Because like, how many years of Halloween movies have we had? And and then they just go, none of that exists anymore. Yeah, I think they're about to do that with Friday the Thirteenth too. Now that the lawsuit is over, I mean, it, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, granted, I too would want to forget the shitty ha- Rob Zombie movie, but you know, <laughs> that's like the DMC Devil May Cry of yeah. Halloween. <laughs> Where it's like, who was this one for? <laughs> for Rob Zombie specifically. Yeah, well, like that's all his movies. Yeah. It's just him making shit he wants to see, which after seeing some of his movies, bro, you good? Yeah. Like I like he's the type of person where if, if it found out Rob Zombie like murdered seventy people and har- harvested their organs, I would not be shocked in the slightest. I'd just be like, Yep, yeah, on brand. Same with, like, Marilyn Manson, too. Like, if he just decided to come out and, like, actually was, like, a serial killer, I'd be like, yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I'd see that one. Like, it's a lot of those. Whereas, like, so you know, like, beforehand, someone like Kevin Spacey, I'm like, no, he's pretty cool. And then you find out, oh, shit. He's no. not pretty cool. No, not very poggers. <laughs> he's not very based. <laughs> you think he said based during those encounters? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> anyway, uh, I actually have something we can talk about because I forgot I've been doing this. I've been rewatching Bleach. Nice. Um, it. I've been rewatching because I, I saw that the trailer got recommended of like, oh, we're doing the Thousand Year War blood war or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh fuck, right, we are getting more Bleach. And so then I need I, to watch Shaman King. That just came out like months ago. Wait, like new Shaman King? New Shaman King. Oh shit! On Netflix. Now I gotta watch that. Fuck you. Now I got a new show to put on there. I haven't even finished Squid Game yet. Fuck. Dude, I finished Squid Game. Do you like it? Like, was it really good? I liked it a lot. Um, I think we talked about this, but... I think we did. But uh, either way, the guy that wrote it... Did I tell you about this? Maybe. He uh, he wrote it in 2009 and has been trying to get it greenlit for 10 years from a bunch of different studios. Oh, yeah, because a lot of people said no. And then Netflix was like, yeah, it seems pretty cool. Yeah, and now it's on track to be their biggest show of all time. Yeah, so now anyone who said no to that, eat a dick. Yep. I I, lo- I love those stories of the I proved you wrong mentality because, like, that's some good shit. Yeah. I that I can only imagine what he's feeling in that moment of just going, like, what it was. That's what it feels to be right. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was really weird because I went to that con this weekend and I was how seeing... many fucking people were in the, like the either oh. either the jumpsuits or the fucking hoods with the masks on, dude. A lot of them. I it bro, it's the same shit when when Suicide Squad came out. Yep. This Halloween is gonna be nightmarish because you're just gonna be like, great, oh original. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would like to wear one of the player jumpsuits. I think that would be a little better. Oh, the play well, the player jumpsuit just looks cool. Yeah, I actually like it. Um. I want to. I want. I haven't gotten that far, but that like cool like chrome mask thingy, that looks sick as fuck. I just wear that. If There's I d- a lot of good masks in this show. That well, Squid Game I think just came out at the right time. Yeah. Because like I think we're we're still kind of in COVID. 
obviously more stuff's opening up, but it's like here's this show about helplessness and greed and all this shit and it's like kind of therapeutic in a way yeah for for some people and then for others like me oh cool people are gonna die every episode this is gonna be kind of <laughs> lit and like i'm just excited to see like one the creative game shit because bro already the fucking cookie game had me anxious as fuck yeah I was sitting here going like, bro, oh my gosh, please don't break the... Co- oh my gosh. Taylor's been figuring out how to make them so that we can like play that on Halloween. Bro, like, but like the red light... So did you watch Squid Game dub or sub? I watched it dubbed and I actually really enjoyed the voice the voice work. Um, Like obviously with a bunch of movies like that, it's not going to match up with the lips well at all. Yeah. But uh, I still thought it was pretty great. I'm watching in sub and the red light, green light is terrifying as fuck. Yeah. That, that little... I'm like, oh my gosh. Dude, when 456 falls and Ali catches him by the back of the neck, I was like, oh, I'm going to shit my pants. Bro, ever, so far, I've only seen the, like, the cookie and the, the red light, green light. Those games are have me on my fucking seat. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Every time. Yeah. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Squid Game is so far really good. Season two better be in production right now. Oh, and, and no doubt. I mean, I, I guarantee you got greenlit immediately. I bet that guy wrote it in like 2012. <laughs> well, apparently he ha- he wrote like a whole ass story and like he's only told part of it, he says. Fuck yeah. So good. I'm excited to see where this goes. Because the, I'm not going to spoil much, but um, much the first, the first season ends at a point where it's like, what the fuck is he going to do now? Not saying specifically who. Fair. But he... Well, I know, so TikTok kind of spoiled stuff for me. Like, I, I know about the old man. So that's something that I do know about because TikTok's... An, I hate TikTok. But uh, other than that, I don't know the why, how, or any of the extras. I just know old man did some shit, and I'm like, ah, cool, got it. And then everything else is a mystery. TikTok has so. taken the taken the baton on Squid Game and ran with it. I've oh. seen so many, like, cool edits... Someone did the thing where um, the guy that plays the the red and blue game with him at the beginning, when he gets on the train, mm-hmm. it like picks up immediately with Train to Busan, which he's the main character in. I thought that was great. I've been waiting on an edit like that. TikTok, it's a weird way to get creative, and I think Squid Game kind of boosts that creativity. It's it's the same thing, like, probably not as big, but like Undertale. When Undertale yeah. came out, everybody was like, I'm going to make fan games and fan art and these weird fan comics and, like, do it. It became, like, Tumblr. Like, the big Tumblr thing. And, like, Squid Game, ins- instead of just Tumblr, though, it's, like, everyone in the fucking world yeah. is freaking out about this TV show. People I know that have never <clears throat> even considered watching foreign shows are now like, holy shit, is there anything else that you know like Squid Game? Yeah, and I think that's great. Yeah. Um, I, I love watching foreign shows, you know, I'm in a group with anime, so I, I've already been there. I still but haven't like, seen Parasite. The, the movie. Okay. There's a movie. I, not the, not Parasite, the Maxim. Oh, that's what I was sitting there going. I was, oh, so, oh, Parasite. Yeah. I've seen that. It's great. Parasite with the squid game people. <laughs> it's really good. It actually is very good. I want to um, bring that up again, by the way, people calling Korean people squid game people. That's 
it it shouldn't be racist, but it's racist. It's really racist. Like, oh, those are the Squid Game people. And you're like, you motherfucker. Every uh, time I see an Asian person on my TikTok, that's always like in the comments, very close to the top, and I hate it. I the Gray told me about a time at GameStop where someone came in, looked at Lost Judgment, and said, "They're making a Jackie Chan game," <laughs> and and I I I go, okay, obviously this dude is just ignorant, mm-hmm. he didn't get it, but Gray was just like, "You racist," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, low key a little bit," just <laughs> like, "Oh, a- Asian dude, it's Jackie Chan, right?" <laughs> So, no, yeah, I, I think, I think Suga game, I just like that. I like it so far. So, but yeah, onto what I was saying, we squid game just weasels its way into everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, bleach is really fucking good. It's definitely aged though, because I'm watching, cause this, this show came out in 2004 and I'm watching it and going, holy fuck. Yeah. Like almost it, 20 years ago, bleach it came out. It, well, technically if you want to go by the manga it has been 20 years yeah i think true um but like i love ichigo that he's a very good main character and also something i thought was very interesting <coughs> bleach was like a show where it was like one of those like shonen things that didn't have like the middle school protagonists like yeah. they straight up were like boom high school and um i thought that was cooler because as they aged it was just like, oh shit, we're just going through high school, mm-hmm. and then like by the end of the show, even in the manga, you could see a very clear. It's not just they grew a bit taller; it's no, they're full on adults now. Yeah, and like Ichigo, like they actually change his hairstyle throughout it. Like he gets shorter hair. I saw the or uh... Hime, or Hime has like the crappy shit bangs. Mm-hmm. Later gets the long ass hair, and then gets this really really cute bob cut. And I'm just like, fuck, the globe is real with these characters. I saw the. Uh... The uh, cover image for the um, the one shot they did about Bleach yeah. and Ichigo's hair in that, I was like, oh, he's a man now. Dude, <laughs> well, so do you care if I spoil the ending of, like, Bleach? Bleach, I like mean, the manga? there's, like, 15 different endings, Fair. I'm pretty sure, so just go for it. Uh, I'm probably not going to read it for a while. Him, uh, the ending, like, the ending that he gave was, like, a time skip, like, here, or he made him, got married and had a kid, um, and, like... I saw that and I'm like, that's adorable. And I'm fucking glad you guys did it. The kids are Shinigami now. Hell so like, yeah. He's off doing his shit. I'm like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And so, I, I dude, I'm just. What like, happens to my girl Rukia, though? She's in the Soul Society. Still? Yeah. Good. I mean, they, she couldn't really leave. Yeah, that's that's true. It's I one, just. It's one of those things where, like, I, I know people are like, no, she has to, like, live with Ichigo and be, like, their best buds and or romances. Who knows? But they, and I'm like, she's never going to leave the Soul Society. Yeah. It's one of those things where I, you just kind of have to accept. I know it sucks, but, like, Ichigo got lucky by being a substitute who was human slash hollow slash Quincy slash what the fuck ever that black thing is. A little bit of everything. Seriously, that man goes from, like, this is what I love about Shonen. It's why I say Fast and Furious is the best Shonen anime I've ever seen. <laughs> Where you, where you start from the beginning, and it's pretty pretty grounded in kind of a world. You go later, and you go, where the fuck? How did we get here? Yeah. Like, Bleach, especially, when you when you see, like, Ichigo's, like, highest power level, and you're like, how the fuck? Who the? Huh? That's that's how I feel about Naruto at this point. Well, like, like in Boruto, he, like, ascended even more. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I have thoughts about Boruto. But in Naruto, it starts off and it's like, okay. Ninja shit. Like, just yeah, basic like ass ninja shit. Ninja school. You take this guy to a village and he lied to you because he didn't have enough money to pay for a higher rank mission. And you have to fight an assassin. And then at the end, it's like, 
God is the moon and she's trying to kill you. And you have to team up with your best friend and trick her by making her horny. I love that scene. I saw that on TikTok the other day where it's like reverse harem jutsu and she like legit was like, whoa. And then Naruto just punches her in the face. And then Sakura's over here. How did that work? While blood's running out of her nose. Just like, cause she also got a bit thirsty at it. Uh, no, I, anime is weird. And like, I love it though. Cause like, cause that's the thing with, with uh, Bleach is it, to me, Bleach is like that perfect medium between Naruto and Dragon Ball, where Dragon Ball is all about the power level scaling and right, the characters get stronger and stronger and stronger each time. Whereas Naruto, while it has that, but it's very little, it's more about, okay, these characters are working to get stronger, mm-hmm. and it's more about the, the character arcs and the people. Yeah. Bleach, in my opinion, is that perfect medium where it is about the characters and the people, but you are very excited to see what the fuck Ichigo is going to do next. Yeah. It, where is he going to go? What, like, what? Um, I think it's Udiu. Is it Udiu? The, the Quincy. Quincy. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's okay, Udiu. Where is he going? What, what's his next shit he's getting? Okay. What about Chad? This motherfucker getting the beast ass arm and then getting bigger and like, oh, you're, you're excited to see. Chad where created the Chad stereotype. <laughs> Bro, I love Chad, though. Also, I this is. Bleach also has some of the best representation in a, in an anime slash manga. Because one, Chad is half Japanese, half like I think it's Mexican. Just straight. Yeah, it's just straight up Mexican. You have all all of the black characters are drawn without the big ass puffy lips, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the hottest characters in the show is black. Which one you talk about? The cat lady. No, see, I'm talking about Harabel, the Arankar with the blonde hair. I haven't gotten that. Damn, far. bro. Bro, you gonna say Yoruichi who? <laughs> yeah, no. I, but even then, just like all the characters are, I love the art style. I love the designs of characters. Kimpachi's fucking great. Yeah, like they Bleach is so good at like one character development that I love, and then the like. So far, my only downside is it is an old school shonen, so it is very much serialized. Yeah. So like, okay, we have to get like a new monster every episode and the shit. And I'm like, all right, fucking whatever. But that you can you know exactly when that stops and you can go cool. Uh, but this is gonna be the first time in a while that I'm watching all of Bleach. Like I'm gonna try to get through all the filler shit too. Damn. Yeah. Even though season four is the worst one, I've never been able to make it past the Soul Society Rukia rescue arc because it just stops so dead have, in its tracks. Have you gotten to the Bankai shit yet? Uh, yeah, I've so I've made it all the way through that. They get back to town and everything and they all get off the thing i've seen a couple episodes where um Renji shows up and he's like i'm in your high school now because i need to keep an eye on you oh so you got past the the whole rescue part okay yeah so you know about aizen and all but that like shit. the the mod soul shit with the magician guy and the cat girl or whatever it is that always just stops me dead well, in my so tracks. you got so you got to season four you yeah. got to the bount arc which was the weird vampires yeah yeah all that you can straight skip that entire season I know, because from what I've heard from you, that, apparently they just undo character arcs and shit. Well, because that whole season is filler. That entire season was made because they caught up to the manga, and they wanted to keep Bleach going. And so they made their own arc. Why not just put it on pause for a bit, guys? Because fuck you, money. <laughs> Bleach make money, we want money. Yeah. No, I fucking... Granted, I like the Bount arc, kinda, because, again, they gave Uryu some good character arc, and then fucking wreck it because he's not that good of a guy yet in the next season, because in the manga he wasn't. 
See, that's that's one of the things that I love about Bleach, and it always comes up in my head when I think about this, is that first time that Oryu and uh, Ichigo have that little competition where it's like, oh, Quincy's are better than Soul Eaters, fuck you. And then the next day, Ichigo invites Oryu to sit with them, and then they're still being cunts to each other, but Ichigo's just like, shut the fuck up and eat your food and sit with us. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Just shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> sit down and eat your sandwich. Yeah, it's like they they have a respect, but they're not quite to being friends yet. I really like that. They well, I I love the character. It's and again, it's the same shit with anything. But like, uh, the romances in that show, I think, are really well done and believable. Even with Ichigo and Orihime, because they don't do the thing where no, let's get together in the middle of this fucking war zone. Yeah, it's like no, no, no we're gonna calm down. But like when they do have it, like I like uh, Rangiku and Gin. Mm. And their their dynamic of like the history they've had, and then Gein going off with Aizen and being like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking serial killer," ah, <laughs> and like, oh, it's so fucking. Oh, speaking of that, I might break I might break your fucking mind. Do you remember Unohana, the really nice nurse uh, in the Soul Society? Yeah, she's a serial killer. Okay. In yeah, in her past life, before she was a Shinigami, she fucking killed like over seven hundred people. Jesus Christ. She was a full on psychopathic serial killer. And that facade she has as like the nice sweet That's whatever. just like a mask. Well, she no, puts it's on. because she has to, apparently, because if she if she that's why she doesn't fight. Apparently now I haven't again, I haven't read the Thousand Year Blood Arc shit, but apparently the reason she doesn't fucking wield a Zombokto and all that is because if she does, then it's gonna snap going so, it's gonna snap something in her. So she she's just a nice healer because she has to be. She's she's nice, she's fine with being outside of battle, let her do her thing. But if she pulls out a sword, fucking run. I want to see that one shot. Oh no, I'm I'm excited for that cuz that was in the Thousand Year Blood War thing and I'm like, fuck, I want that so bad. Also, kind of upset that you let the nice motherly lady be the serial killer, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I get the dichotomy there, but you know. I've always wanted to catch up to the point where um the Zanpakuto become like personified. Also, filler. Really? That's fake. Filler. I thought not that canon. would be like not canon. Wow. Pretty much anything that says uh, let's put the whole Aizen fight on hold is not canon. Hmm. The actual Bleach story is nothing but we have to kill Aizen because that entire part in the Soul Society where his whole fucking thing happened, yeah, then they go try to kill him because that's the whole story. And then after they kill Aizen, they have the Fullbringer and the Thousand Year Blood War after. But yeah, that's the story of the Bleach anime is the Aizen shit. And then we have the Bounce and then the Sambok Toe shit. Huh. And, and, then, and then a bunch of movies. Yeah, the, I tried watching one of the movies, and I was like, this has, uh, yeah, the one that was on Netflix, and I was like, this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, well, then they never do, but they're just meant to be, like, fun. It's it's like My Heroes movies. It's just, like, if you like Bleach, here's more of Bleach that doesn't have to in- interrupt canon. Well, e- even then, like, the My Hero movies and then Mugen Train have really spoiled me well, on anime Mugen movies. Mugen Train is canon. That's the difference there. Like, Two Heroes and Heroes Rising, those can be argued out of canon. Yeah. Whereas... No, Mugen Train is fucking canon. That is the little next arc of the of Demon Slayer. Speaking they, of they which, they just didn't extend it to a full season. I heard that they're actually recounting the movie in the anime, and it's going to be like a couple episodes of just Mugen Train again. I'm kind of less excited about that because, like, I think Me you too. should just. I I feel like what you should do is put like a like ha- I don't know. One thing that I am excited about though is they're doing a um like an episode about Rengoku before the train. Ooh, good. And it's all just Rengoku shit. And then um, after the train, 
everyone goes back to get healed or whatever, and then Tanjiro does go to his house and, you know, learns all the shit that he can. So that's exciting, but um, I'm really just not excited to watch the train shit again. Just put the movie out on Hulu. I mean, it's coming out on uh, Blu-ray soon, which I'll be buying. Yeah, that that's definitely a buy. Demon Slayer is definitely going to be one of the few, like, shows that I will buy all because it's not a from. long one either so yeah like i feel the, like i feel like we'll get what six seasons maybe maybe not even that yeah i think that's about right and then whatever movies they decide to do i hope they keep that up for shorter arcs because that's why i liked um dragon ball z after it ended after gt ended and then we had battle of gods and then resurrection f and everything i really liked those because i i like dragon ball but i don't like sitting through seasons of dragon ball at least z and then you still had to sit through that in super yeah. To see Resurrection F and Battle of the Gods anyway, even though they were movies. Broly was great, though. Broly was, was fucking awesome. awesome. I fucking love that. I, I, I want to see just Broly the anime now. Bro, that whole movie was fucking great. I love it. And I that is I, I have never gone... Like, once I saw that movie, I saw I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on, on, like, on Funimation or whatever. That was the first time where, like, I saw that, got in my car, drove the 30-whatever minutes to the Cool Springs, and bought that shit immediately. Yeah. I love that. I'll also always be uh, thankful for Broly because of what it did to AMC theaters. Yeah. Like, after that came out and made so much money, now every anime movie that comes out, even, like, Studio Ghibli stuff, I know everyone pronounces it Ghibli, but I don't. Fucking whatever. But um, they replay those at the AMC theaters all the time now because they're like, okay, there's money in anime. <laughs> well, and I, granted, and, dude... Seeing seeing Mugen Train in theaters was a fucking treat, cause like I have seen literally Mugen Train in theaters and Heroes Rising, that's it. Yeah, and it's such an interesting cause there, it's one thing when you're going to see like a Marvel movie because mm-hmm. that's for everybody. Everyone in the theater for Mugen Train was there for Demon Slayer. I got reactions out of the theater and I was like, fucking, this is so hype. Yeah, I, it it felt really good when the. Uh, at the end of Mugen Train when um, Inosuke delivers his little speech and then he just starts running around crying like an idiot. Everyone in the crowd was like dying laughing while crying. And that's that's why I like going to the movies for shit like that. I I want them to put out Akira again in the movie theater as like a special edition or whatever because I would love to sit through that in the theater. Because I love Akira so much at this point. That's one of my favorites. And then... You know what? We can talk about it because I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. What do you think of the Cowboy Bebop Netflix? I've only seen that one trailer and then the uh, the images of the costumes. Did you see the opening side by side? No. So they have the opening. Oh. It's using the same. It's literally the entire time I'm watching it, right? I'm going, what the fuck is the point if you're just going to copy the anime? Yeah, that I think is what I'm worried about the most is that it's just going to be shot for shot, and that's what it kind of seems like it's going. It's going to be shot for shot, except for uh, I cannot remember her name, but the kid character, Ed. So, yeah, Ed's not in it. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you put the fucking dog that Ed yeah. has in the. Ayn is in it. Not Ed. Everybody else is there. It's not Ed though. So yeah, that already gives me like some episodes that I love are not gonna are not gonna be there. Yeah, like the. The one episode of Cowboy Bebop that I always think about is the one where it's like Ed walking through the desert with Ayn and just being thirsty and hallucinating and shit. Now, unless they're just not showing us who Ed is, but I don't think there's Ed in the in the in the show. That I would hope for that, but considering they're showing so much, hmm. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but it's definitely a thing where I'm like, why does this need to happen if you're just going to copy the same shit? Yeah. That, cause that's my biggest thing. Like if you're going to, if you're going to take something and make your version of it, do your version. Like I think the death note live action movie is complete shit. But I respect them for not just copy and pasting the fucking thing. They tried to do something. It was See, bad. I, not the not the Netflix one, but the uh, the live action Japanese mm-hmm. Death Death Note movies. I love those because they start at a place that's kind of exactly like the manga, and then it ends somewhere completely fucking different. And I think that's awesome. Well, they also made like another movie. Yeah, oh. that it's like a sequel movie, and that one it's I think like th- I like. It's got like three different Kiras, mm-hmm. or three Death Note wielders, and I'm like, oh shit. That one was really interesting. I did not see that one, but I want to watch that. Misa is alive for that whole event, too. Isn't she alive at the end of the show, or did she kill herself? She kills herself. It's implied that she kills herself at the end of the show. Because I know it's implied, but I'm pretty sure it was, I think it was later revealed that, like, no, she survived, or she didn't. Because it was the idea of, like, she moved on, because technically Light kind of gave her an out, by killing her Shinigami, yeah, and then taking her Death Note and doing and making sure she doesn't have to figure like realize this shit anymore. That's so, like, true because I guess if she she made the ideal like twice, and then if her Shinigami is dead, her end of the deal doesn't have to be upheld. Yeah. So makes sense. I I I'm pretty sure she sure I could be wrong, but it, it, yeah, it was kind of heavily implied that she died. I guess so. At but, least in the anime, I haven't finished the manga, hmm. but from what I hear. I think that she's just totally fine at the end of it. Yeah. The anime, though, did just kind of... It did have its moments where it upped the uh, the drama. Yeah. And I feel like that was one of them, like, a dramatic scene of, ooh, did she? But, you Because, like, the, yeah, she probably killed herself in the anime, at least. Because that anime is depressing as fuck. Yeah. But, um... Great music, though. Oh, it's so good. I Death Note is one of... It's definitely my top ten probably top five if i have being honest but now that it's done though i want i want to buy all the blu-ray for tokyo ghoul i need to catch back up because i watched through season one and i was like this shit is bomb and then i watched through season two and this shit sucks yeah (laughs) and then i'm in re and i watched like the first six episodes of that and i'm like this shit doesn't make sense to me not supposed to even in the manga it's like oh shit wait who's this fucking high say kid what yeah and then you then you find out ah, i got it i i like it because there was a point where in in the thing they straight up like toka and and uh what's his face are straight up like she straight up goes you're a virgin right <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah she's like cool let's fuck <laughs> and then they're now like canon and i'm like Fuck yeah. Because yeah. at the beginning of that show, I was like, I was rooting for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, I want to see these two get together. That'd be adorable. And then he goes crazy. <laughs> and it's like, ah, well, there goes that, I guess. Yeah. But no, I, I think Tokyo Ghoul is, one, it, especially the premise is so interesting. Definitely. And the aesthetic, like, absolutely ruined goth kids forever. <laughs> This is my thing with, like, a lot of anime. I feel like anime is ruined goth kids. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of people, or at least, like, the e-girl goth type, where it's, like, I don't know, like... Death Note and Tokyo Ghoul profile pictures are red flags. If she dresses like Misa, it's the biggest red flag. Get the fuck out. 
Especially if she acts like Misa. Get the fuck out now. This is the first time in my life I've been provoked to hit a woman. <laughs> that was my favorite. Oh my gosh. This, bro, Light had no fucking chill. It was so... Oh my gosh. Light really said no simping allowed. It was literally anti-simp. This man had a girl willing to throw herself at him. And he's just like, be gone, thought. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm too busy being a god to fuck with you. No, one of my favorite things though, like Bleach, especially. Bleach has some fucking drip, bro. Have you seen like any of the openings, like the, the actual stills in the manga? These motherfuckers are in some fancy, like, holy shit. Yeah, the like, chapter art and covers for Bleach. And even in the opening scenes of the animes, like the OVA... Or, OVAs, the OPs. The opening one where it's like the really cool, like the spray paint, like cool shit. They're all wearing like some, like that one where like that each, song gets me too. Oh, it's so good. Um, it, it Bleach has some of the best like designs. I know we already said this, but like even even just outside of that, Taikubo is a great artist. A hundred percent. And he he like and I like that he is willing to just say fuck it and draw some shit. Mm -hmm. And he'll draw some fan servicey shit, but he you you can always tell. With this man, what is canon and what isn't? Yeah. In in his drawings, and when when this man draws Orihime and Ichigo being a little more intimate, you can really tell this man is writing canon. But when he draws <laughs> Orihime like with Rangiku and Rukia, and it's like, yeah, this is just he's just having a, a fun time right now. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the same thing with uh, what was it? There, so they wrote like I think the artist of my hero drew like toga and uraka together in like a weird suggestive thing yeah and people were like canon <laughs> canon like no it's not and bro it's, and, it's, and and then even, i think the artist had to come and say i was just having fun calm down yeah that's that goes back to that thing that i was saying about uh megan the stallion being a model for mirko pretty much i mean great art but i know it's not canon I still don't give a shit. That, <laughs> that's my head cannon now. It's real to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I just, dude. I just think anime has it's because because it's drawings. Obviously, you can get fucking weird with it. Oh hey, like, I have a, a an announcement to make about a game that hasn't really been heard anywhere else. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, I was in a a mic, uh, not mic. Why can't I not speak today? I was in a panel with present Mike's voice actor. Um, on Sunday, Sunday, uh, and he was like, yeah, uh, sorry guys, I'm not going to be screaming as much because my voice hurts because everyone that I've talked to this weekend, I've screamed for them. And then, uh, I just got done recording 300 lines because they're putting present Mike and my hero ones justice Two as DLC. And everybody was like, what, what? And then it came to the question section. Everybody was like, were you supposed to announce that? And he was like, what are they going to do? <laughs> also who the fuck plays my heroes one just as two i i hadn't played it for a really long time and i was like oh i wonder who the season pass characters ended up being well now you found out one of them i guess yeah but he's not even part of the season pass like this game came out a couple years ago now oh, and yeah. they're still adding shit like i i logged on to the eShop, <clears throat> and it was um like the week after that shinzo showed back up in the anime they put him in the game as DLC, and it was like two months ago. They're pulling a Destiny 2 card where it's the sequel, but this is going to be the one the yeah. game, I guess. At least if they keep adding all these DLC characters when the third one comes out, I hope that they're just all in there. That's That'll be the worst one, is it's like all these DLC characters, then 
they're not there. And you're like, fuck, I paid a lot of money. Well, that was what that was really nice about this one is that even the pre-order bonus, like Nomu, he he just had a dedicated character slot in this one. So that's really nice. I think they're trying to go like the Ninja Storm route with this. Good. So, yeah. I actually, someone had asked me like, hey, how do I get an Arto? And I straight up said play Ninja Storm. Yeah, like it's the most concise like, way to get wait get through that story. Honestly, like yeah, play one. Well, I guess not one. One's harder to get into because it's more like weirdly mission oriented and like yeah, whatever. But like watch Naruto, and if you don't want to watch a shit ton of filler for Shippuden, just play Ninja Storm. Yeah. So Ninja Storm two, three, and four. Are four all you is need to know. fantastic. I fucking love four. And then they've got the Boruto movie. Mm-hmm. So you're good. You are legit golden. And even Storm four now keeps updating with Boruto shit. Really? Yeah, like oh, it's fuck. they call it uh, Ninja Storm Four Road to Boruto. Oh yeah, there's the Road to Boruto uh, version. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, I I think do I have them? All? I know I have one through three on uh, Switch. They put I know uh, I know Road to Boruto is on Switch now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's either I think it's PlayStation. I have all of them because I bought the Legacy Pack, which mm. was all four. I think it's the Switch, or no, the PlayStation I have them on, or Xbox, I don't know what, but either or, they're great games. Yeah. I think the Ultimate Ninja Storm game is probably the best of the, like, anime game. Yeah, uh, I definitely had that mindset for a really long time until Fighter Z came out. Well, Fighter Z doesn't count, because that's a fucking fighter game by Arxis. <laughs> That, but I, that, that is unfair. I want Arxis to make all the anime tie-in games. <laughs> Again, not fair. If they did a Demon Slayer game, can you imagine how beautiful that Who's would look? Who's making the Demon Slayer game? Uh, it's Bandai Namco again, but it really just looks like Ninja Storm. I watched some gameplay I, of it. I'm hoping because Bandai Namco's been putting a lot more money into their game, like Tales of Arise. Um, I played Kakarot recently, and I was shocked at how like robust that is. Surprisingly for, yeah, that kind of game. But it's really good. I, I really liked Kakarot when that came out. I think I got to, I think it was the Cell Saga, and then I, I just kind of dipped out. Like mo- I got through most of the Cell Saga, let me put that that way. Nice. And then, See, did, didn't it go to Boo? Isn't it the full Z storyline? It's all of Z, and then as DLC, they even added future of, or history of Trunks. Okay. Um, I know they added the Trunks shit. I, I want Goku, I want the Goku Black storyline. Yeah, I just think. So, just so I can get in a video game, Trunks to say, don't shoot, he or like, what was it? He's not, don't, yeah, shoot, don't shoot, he's, he's not, not black. black. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know somebody in that booth is like, really? Can we not? <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Yeah, I, I'm excited for that Demon Slayer game. Because if it is just Ultimate Ninja Storm, but Demon Slayer, good. It sure looks like it. Good, because Ninja Storm is still the best shit you guys have put out. Yeah. Like, God forbid, that Black Clover game was awful. I didn't even play it. Good, don't. I know World Seeker had... A lot of people really excited, but I don't know how it was when it came I out. I feel like, one, like World Seeker, when that came out, I just heard, I heard nothing after. Yeah. never a good sign. There was a lot of buzz before, but nothing after. <laughs> yeah. Well, because aren't the Pirate Warrior games just Warrior Muso games? Yep. But, yeah. I was looking through my Switch list and realized that I bought every One Piece game on the Switch at some point and never played wo- or watched One Piece at all. Well, it's because you're buying every Switch game. That's, that's your fault. Yeah. Do you, for your Switch collecting, do you just, like, buy, like, if you know this one's going to be a rare, hard one to find, you just buy it immediately? I just buy everything, dog. Like, I, at this point, I think I'm up to 430 Are you Are you going to, like, 
So is it, are you just getting physical like for the ones that you can get, or is are you going to try to get like some Japanese exclusives too? After the life cycle of the console is over, I'm going to get into the Japanese stuff. Do you, is your plan to have like a full wall? Yeah, I want to if I can fit everything. I want to have like shelves yeah. around a corner and just like line them all up with all the collector's editions side by side on the top because they're all that like standard size box. Yeah, they're, the Switch collector's editions so far have been pretty small and I'd say good sizes too. Yeah, and it... Get, get all the steelbooks and like open them. Yes. But yeah. Man. Switch steelbooks are actually pretty solid. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of glad they're doing them, kind of. But I'm just a steelbook whore at this point. I like the Switch ones specifically though because they're like such a nice, perfect little size. It's like if they had done steelbooks for PSP games... That would have been my shit, but this is perfect. Could you imagine steelbooks for like PSP games? Like actually, dude, Birth by Sleep, Crisis Core, uh, Dissidia, Metal Gear. Oh yeah, they did do Metal Gear. Speaking of Metal Gear, when are we gonna get a like? One, when are we gonna get that remake? And if you guys don't do the remake, when y'all gonna port Twin Snakes? Because that's been dead on the GameCube for years. I've been saying that for a while. Twin Snakes needs to make some kind of comeback, and not in a uh, Silent Hill HD kind of way. Twin Snakes, from what I can tell, is one of the, like Twin Snakes and like Resident Evil Remake One. Mm-hmm. GameCube had some some solid M rated yeah. titles, and then Beautiful that Joe. That was where RE4 was, was first. Say, Beautiful Joe also died there. <laughs> so we only got one game, and that was it. Yeah. They still merchandise the shit out of him, but they won't make a new game for him. Yeah. I thought Wonderful 101 was just Beautiful Joe when it first got announced. I did too. And then I was like, oh, it's not. Okay, whatever. It's a good spiritual successor, though. Yeah. I feel like Kami is like, okay, all that shit that I made, I'm going to make it again, but kind of different. So Del May Cry, make Bayonetta. Mm -hmm. Beautiful Joe, make uh, Wonderful 101. I don't know what the fuck Astral Chain is based on, but... Astral Chain is just like 90s anime wrapped up in a bow. Yeah, it's literally like, okay, Ghost in the Shell, got it. Uh, most most of those sci- sci-fi ones are based on police, got it. Sprinkle a little bit of Evangelion in there. Got that one. Demons, done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> the best character in that game? <laughs> fuck yeah. His his boss fight music is so fucking sick. I, I want to say I bought the soundtrack for that, and I don't know what I did with it, but... I listened to it in the car for a good while. I I have the the audio sound like the vocal songs on iTunes because you could buy them. Nice. And I was like, cool, give me those. But yeah, dude, that I'm... first time you transform. In oh the my sewer. gosh, Ooh. bro. Okay, who did you did you play as a male or female? I played as male. Okay, because when you play as male, you get the the girl singing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the better one, and I'm so glad I picked the male character for this scene. Oh my gosh, it hits so much harder. Oh my gosh, bro! And then just the opening like song thing was really cool. I'm like, God, Astral Chain is sick as fuck. That's probably what uh, why they had to take a break with Bayonetta three. They're still recording the music for Astral Chain two. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited for Bayo three, dude. Me too. I, I want to know. I want to know if that if that white haired swordsman is just Jean, like this version of Jean, and if so, are we gonna get? Oh yeah, by the way, apparently, well, well, not. While not confirmed in a relationship, Jean and Bayonetta just share an apartment and drink wine together. Hell yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. We stand gay queens. Bro, they, they literally give off that, like, the the gay aunt energy. Yeah. And I'm like, God, yes. <laughs> ba- I mean, that's, that's pretty much what she is in two to that one kid for the whole game. Yeah. 
I mean, bro, Bayonetta is one of the coolest because, like, not once do, do you ever sit there and go, is this bad for women? Like, is this, is this kind of misogynistic? And it's like, no. You're, you're sitting there watching this, and it's this it's the most badass motherfucker on screen. It, if anything, it's the exact opposite of misogynistic because Luca looks like a bitch the whole first game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and oh my gosh, Bayonetta is so good. I cannot wait for three. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. I uh, I'm kind of starting to think the white-haired swordsman, because they've done Bayonetta's mom and Bayonetta's dad. Watch this be like Bayonetta's fucking half brother or something. It's Virgil. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see though, like who that is, because yeah, I want to know if it's Jean. Cool. Um, I actually. Do you think Jean? Because if, if the theory that this is Cereza, not Bayonetta, mm-hmm. do you think Jean would even exist for her? Like, would Jean be her friend or her like, f- like you know? That's a good question because you never hear Cereza like mention Jean. And in like the first Jean, one. and like when you find out Jean and Cereza's like past, like Bayonetta's past, it's like oh they were Umber Riches together. Yeah. And then later they they dipped or whatever. And so I wonder, will Cereza have ever met Jean? And if so, is this the new genre because of some weird timeline bullshit? Yeah. I'm excited. And yeah, this game looks... I'm so fucking hyped for this no game. No matter how stupid the story gets, you know it's going to be really fun to play. Oh, of course. Well, it's Bayonetta 2's story is dumb as shit. Bayonetta 1's story gets dumb as shit. Yeah, I still love it, though. Yeah, same. Fucking Bayonetta... Like, Bayonetta is the type of person where when you find out that she can... Just fucking change the satellite trajectory with her thighs. <laughs> it's sh- sh- Bayonetta is the definition of the 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 meme of like mommy. I'm, I mean, sorry, mommy. I mean, sorry, mommy. <laughs> I mean, mommy. Yeah, like Lady Dimitres. Lady Dimitres. Is it Tress? Yeah, it, Lady Dimitres. Like the skew is silent. Yeah, Lady Dimitres. Tress is awesome. Uh, she's got that same energy and she's got that vibe. And then she turns into a giant fucking dragon, which is awesome. It's the most metal shit I've seen in a Resident Evil game. Yeah, fighting on top of the castle. That was really cool. Bro, I, I remember when she changed that. I was I literally was like, I'm sitting here going, bro, when did this turn from a BDSM parody to a fucking metal album cover? Holy shit. Yeah, that's really just all it is. It's, it's just the, like a Slayer cover. It is the coolest shit. Like, I have never gotten this hype. Then I was like, fuck yeah. Like, and that's, that's with anything like that kind of shit that like pulls like... I won't. I, that's why I love when games get weird like that, where it's like, oh, we have a very specific style here. Fuck you, change it. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you if you find a style and you aggressively stick to it, like that's why I love the new Doom games. Yeah, they aggressively are like metal as shit. I think that's why uh, Jet Set Radio has such a hard like cult following is because that style is just dripping. That is still my my most wanted like Xbox exclusive is like a new Jet Set thing. Yeah. Because could you imagine if like the the leader of Sega comes up and is like we got one more thing for the Xbox fans and it's like boom Jet Set Radio Remaster and then a new Jet Set game anyway. I'm now like, that they're fuck. not going to know what to do with Monkey Ball and Yakuza they'll have to do something. <laughs> I think, yeah I think a Jet Set Remaster would be great. Anyway Thank you guys for listening. It's been a fun one. This definitely was just the ramble uh, episode, yeah. but hey, it worked. We got a couple news stories out of it. Talked about anime. Uh, did some some gaming related stuff. But I kind of like these ramble episodes when we don't have anything because it's like you find a topic and just go off of it. Yeah, you get to catch up on things a little better and yeah. learn more about us. So yeah, uh, thank you guys for for listening. 
uh, we will we will be having obviously our, our probably if we can get it in time we'll do our, our Final Fantasy 7 podcast at some point for our one year mm-hmm. if not that is coming soon yeah don't know if it'll be for the one year but it will be here um, but I'm very excited for that uh we're going to have our game awards prediction podcast when those, uh, when the voting starts. Um, and then that one will probably be a long one like the previous. Definitely. Uh, that one I might actually have to send to Landon and say, Hey, uh, can you edit this one for me? Right. And then see about that. And then, yeah, I mean, dude, I'd, I'm, I'm excited. Me too. As always be a dick, but don't be an asshole. And BJ. Take it sleazy.